The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. So great to have you with us this week. We've got so much ground to cover. I'm My name is Jeremy Wiseman, and I'm here with Jerry Karaya. Uh, Jerry, one of the things, let's just jump into, into the market. Obviously, it's been a decent week for gold and silver. And one of the topics, main topics that I wanted to talk about this week was the idea of having cash in the bank. As you know from myself, I've always been a proponent of silver as a savings. So what I'm noticing right now, not just with with my own portfolio, but I'm noticing a lot of clients are now looking at the cash component of their portfolios and they're looking at the bank account and saying, I'm not getting any interest. Where do I put my money where it's safe, where I can look to gain on it without taking a crazy amount of risk? And and the, the um, reflex here is precious metals. Are you seeing that a lot with your own clients as well? I certainly am. This has been a very big trend as of late considering the amount of money printing that has been going on even before COVID. Nothing was normal prior to COVID. And this has been a threat to savers. This, the threat to savers has been going on globally for quite some time. We've seen the experiment happen in India where the rupee notes disappeared. Um, can this happen here? We don't know. But yes, yeah, certainly is a trend, Jeremy. And one other trend that... that we've been following is negative interest rates and one thing that we saw is okay it happened in Europe okay fine but it just happened in Australia which is definitely something that has to perk your ears up to it's one of those things that you know I remember um, we have a, a partner in, in the in the diamond business and he's originally from Argentina and he said to me and it really stuck with me once that he said listen if it can happen there it can happen anywhere you know, if it, if bail-ins can happen in Cyprus, they can happen anywhere, and they've written it in now. Um, you know, uh, what happened in Greece could happen here. And now we see that the government in Australia has offered negative treasury notes for sale. Negative. I mean, imagine you're, you're that desperate to protect your money that you're willing to get less money back. And I find that very alarming considering their proximity to China, this monster of an economy, the fastest growing economy, this this beast China, and they are forecasting poor growth. This is why they're going negative interest rates in, in Australia. And how similar is the Australian economy to Canada's? Very resource driven. The loony is very similar to the to the Aussie dollar. So we Canadians, I mean, we're seeing it all over the world, as you mentioned. It's almost like if it can happen there, it can happen here. They're sort of showing us this pre-programming almost. If it's happening over there, we cannot be naive to think it can't happen to us. That's right. I mean, listen, we don't have crocodiles, <laughs> but uh, but in terms of in terms of economies, in terms of you know commonwealth, you look at it and you say, okay, you know, it's encroaching. It's it's more and more countries around the world have gone negative and that ultimately leads to the fact that you now no longer have the opportunity risk on gold 
the opportunity cost, I should say. Yeah. Because if you're going to get negative interest rates on savings accounts, okay, these are treasury accounts. But if you're going to get negative rate on your checking account or savings account, then why are you holding the cash in the bank? I mean, even right now, why are you holding cash? You're, you're losing to inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know we're going to talk about inflation a little bit later and how they've changed the rules on inflation or the, the data sets on inflation. But you already know if you've gone to a grocery store lately or, or ordered from a grocery store lately that the prices are, are on the rise. And you know that you have to protect against this somehow, and you're not getting the you're not getting the interest from the bank. And I think that goes along as well with another factor, which is there's a lot of geopolitical risk happening right now. There's a lot of uncertainty with with that in mind, and I don't know if the trust in the financial system is there the way it was even even a, a year or two ago when they were still, you know, for lack of a better term, kicking the can down the road. Yeah, that that policy of extend and pretend is coming. It's coming to an end. Unfortunately, um, the future is here. The the twenty twenty one is the future. Um, they cannot kick the can down the road. People are on a, at a state, and I'm I'm pretty sure I speak for many who are listening today, because of the encroachment, because of the the COVID nineteen and all of these. Uh, restrictions being imposed daily, we're on the defense. And cash historically was used as that line of defense to be, you know, to have some powder dry, to be liquid when you need to purchase. If you see an opportunity, you'll be able to purchase. But now negative interest rates, you're being charged for those deposits, these digital deposits that we have in a bank. Now, I don't see that as being a very uh, a smart avenue for and neither do our clients they much much rather hold their capital in physical gold that way you're protecting yourself from going negative you cannot go negative but you have the top side potential for precious metals yeah i think ultimately stocks can go to zero yeah you've seen stocks go to zero the money printing hey it might not be happening right this second but you can see the trajectory of the money printing and it is going to have repercussions to all this money printing, which is ultimately that the value of the dollar is going to fall. We've already seen over the last 15, 20 years, Jerry, that gold and silver have held their own against the depreciating currencies to a tune of over 11% a year. Now, that's during good years and bad years. Gold's had very few uh, negative years. But now we also have uh, Christia Freeland talking about people saving too much money. There was there was a video out there um, that uh, has been circulating around where she's talking about how to sh- how do we free up that capital because people have been saving money during this crisis, which is ironic that the liberal government is so easy to spend other people's money, but now that they've saved money and put it away, we, they are trying to find out how they can unlock it. And I, I I wonder where that goes. I mean, instantly I think negative thoughts. I don't know what our audience thinks, but instantly I think negative thoughts. W- what do you mean? You're figuring out ways to unlock it. We have to read between those lines. Those are the, there's definitely preloaded uh, moves ahead for for this administration, even for future administrations, whoever take over. But she says if people have ideas on how the government can act to help unlock that preloaded stimulus. I'm very interested in these ideas. Please fill me in. Do you think she really needs ideas or do they know already what they want to do? I'm not sure, but this does speak to the idea of central planning in a way and this idea that you watch the government 
print all of this money after this crisis. And you have to think, you know, Jerry, you mentioned about the monetary system, sort of this version of it coming to an end. There's more and more articles coming out saying that it's already at its end. It's already ended. What we're seeing right now is the aftermath of it, being able to print all this money because it, it's already it's already toast. It, it's already a foregone conclusion about this current financial system, which now you even have. Um, I saw this video of Christine Lagarde uh, from the ECB now talking about a central bank digital currency, this idea that we're going to forego the banks in general, commercial banks, and just issue a digital currency direct from the central bank. Now, I don't know, maybe that's an enticing idea, but of course that's that's money being created by unelected officials. And now they control, now they can see every single purchase you make. I understand the idea and there can be a solution, you know, based off of this this move towards centralizing their currency potentially and creating a blockchain. I understand blockchain very much so, and I believe that there are a lot of benefits using the blockchain, bringing trust back to a trustless system. This is the whole point of of an open ledger. But when you have the, you know, the central bank ideas taking that taking that uh, that theory um, you know we again have to be on the defensive as much as we may sound pessimistic at Guildhall all we do is try to you know take everything this is almost like a game of chess we have to see two steps ahead and plan ahead we're not just planning for ourselves we have children children's children to think about we are stewards here on this earth and we have to do what uh, the central banks have done for a long time what the generational uh, wealthy have done for for thousands of years and it's always included precious metals so as much as we see these negative headlines and feel like the walls are closing clothing in closing in rather um, we're not cornered we have options in gold um, this gold this this bullion can be converted in any currency Jeremy that's the freedom that it offers and you know, Jerry, uh, speaking of number 18778Silver and the website guildhallwealth.com, what a segue because I was thinking, you know, we, we're starting to see a lot of articles coming out in the past couple weeks about where the precious metals are headed Huge. In, in light of these type of topics that we've just been discussing, you know, whether it's central bank encroachment with digital currencies, whether it's the war on savers. Um, you know, all of these things or the money printing that's going on, the inflation that's about to be released. We have to look at ways to protect ourselves. And, and in that, there's an incredible opportunity. So I think in the next segment, we can definitely talk about where we see the prices of metals headed, where other people see the prices of headed, and also maybe even do people look at gold or do they look more at, at silver? So there's a lot more to come on that. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the, the website guildhallwealth.com. Guildhall offers only physical precious metals. These are globally recognized brands. They are incredibly liquid. You can buy and sell them anywhere in the globe. Easily buy and sell with other dealers or back to a bank. We've got a brand new product that we've got on our website uh, from, uh, is it Nadir, Jerry? Nadir. Yeah, from Nadir. It's a, a kilo bar, which is actually a thousand, a thousand grams. And uh, it's a beautiful product. Everything that they that comes out of that uh, that refiner is is quite uh, amazing. And of course, you can also hold physical precious metals in a registered account. 
So much more to talk about. Please stick with us. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to the Real Money Show on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm Vice President of Guildhall Wealth. Joining me today is Jerry Karaya, and uh, we're talking about all things physical precious metals, where the metals are headed, why we believe it's such an incredible opportunity at this point. And you know, Jerry, some people will say, Oh, but the price of gold is really expensive. What do you say to someone that thinks gold is already too expensive? No, it's not. <laughs> Simply, no, it is not compared to what uh, gold has averaged about ten to you know fourteen percent per year versus every major currency in the world, and this is going back for the last fifteen years. Um, this is a this has to be viewed in the eyes of currency um, versus other currencies, and this is our stance. Uh, gold has and silver boast the top side potential, as I always mention, because of this this global currency experiment literally burning, um, and you know there is no turning back. So gold and silver are fair valued. Actually, I believe it's they're very undervalued. In fact, if you go to the U.S. Debt Clock, very popular website for our for our listeners, and if you haven't gone to that website, check it out: usdebtclock.org. And you'll see the true value of silver and gold. Yeah, that's a that's a, a stat to blow your mind. When you go to the the U.S. debt clock and it shows you what gold should be valued given the amount of debts out there, and uh, yeah, the amount of debts have done nothing but continue to grow. And you have to figure out how you're going to protect against that because you don't know if they're going to raise taxes, increase inflation come after your money, austerity. There's all sorts of things that can happen because of the fallout of just using other people's money, right? I think there's a, a quote there from Margaret Thatcher that the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. Um, and, and we're seeing the effects of that and we're seeing it happen rapidly in, in today's market. So it's, it's a bigger concern and I think that's why you're already seeing some moves up in the metal. Now, what we do at Guildhall is only deal in the physical product. And one of the best vehicles that we offer is holding the actual physical product in a registered account. Jerry, can you tell our listeners a little bit, those who are new to the show, a little bit about what that entails? Yeah, we assist clients, newer investors, to hold physical gold and silver to protect and grow their their registered portfolio for the long term. How do we do this? Well, we work with Questrade, uh, which is a full-service IROC-approved brokerage, one of the fastest-growing in, in Canada. And we've been uh, established with them for over five years. The relationship is is great. Um, and we not only help with the account opening to match what is existing or a new account, whether it be a TFSA, RSP, RESP, and the likes, the account is open in 15 minutes. We initiate a transfer from an existing institution. That takes a couple weeks. Um, after that time, once the cash quote-unquote lands in the account we can then purchase the physical gold and silver clients love it their their accounts are doing very 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 strong this year and uh, we just encourage people to look at it and you know position for the tremendous top side potential and grow your portfolio as well and the product is held fully allocated 
fully segregated in an independent vault facility outside the banking system, also IROC approved, also fully insured, underwritten by Lloyds of London. Clients even get a personal inventory report so they can see, it's like a warehouse receipt, they can see the products that they're holding and the serial numbers, and that provides zero counterparty risk. It's direct physical ownership of that product. Now we're having a Zoom presentation on the 19th, and if you want to be involved in that and learn more about how this works and just see how it works, just to get a quick glimpse at it, again, that's going to be on the 19th. And you can contact us at one eight seven seven eight silver or go to the website guildhallwealth.com, ask for a package and, and request that uh, you join the Zoom meeting. And then we'll send you the link for that and send you some updates for that. Okay, Jerry, let's talk about inflation and how that's going to have an incredible impact on the price of physical metal, how it's going to, how the metals are going to end up protecting your wealth. And you've brought to the show this week an article from uh, Gold Switzerland, which is uh, one of our favorites, Egon von Greyerts. If you don't follow his writings, I definitely recommend it. Um, they're incredibly informative, very smart, very grounded, not too dry as well. He usually has a nice theme along with it. Just one of the, the smartest guys out there. He's been in the market for well past 20 years at this point. And uh, his team has presented an article, and I believe they, they tackle the topic of inflation and why it matters to gold. Yeah, so this article in particular grabbed my attention right away. Gold fire insurance for currencies already burning to the ground. And what this article addresses is inflation. And it mentions in the article that many invest investors today, including some of ours, are wondering why hyperinflation has not been the norm given the trillions of fiat mm. currency created in the past several months. Uh, it, you know, even before COVID, after COVID, we've printed trillions. So where is this inflation? Yeah, that's that. That is a good to note, isn't it? Because people, you know, you would think there's an action or reaction. How come they're printing all of this money? It's it's a vertical line up. How come it hasn't resulted? Now maybe it, a little bit in the food prices, but and we've seen a, a great bubble in the real estate market because of low interest rates. But we haven't seen this this death spiral inflation when you think of Weimar Germany and, and wheelbarrows of, of cash, why haven't we seen that yet? Does he have an answer? Yeah, so the question was posed, where is the inflation? And they write, toward this end, it is critical to first distinguish true versus popular notions of inflation. From the Austrian school of Milton Friedman, the true definition of inflation has always been understood and measured by money supply. As the supply increases, inflation inflation follows and the headline of a pop a policy of dishonesty unfortunately the cpi which is the measuring scale of inflation which has undergone over 20 alterations since 1980 is an openly comical and deliberately inaccurate inflation measure we were not seeing this this pan out the same inflation in chocolate beer pasta or pizza that is CPI scale magically underways and discounts medical, housing, energy, education, and other costs. They're they're not they're not existent in these in these scales. So we have fake CPI amongst all other dishonest data sets that we're getting. We need positive. We need truth when it comes to inflation. Uh, but they're mentioning. The truth is the truth is rapidly coming to light there. You know, um, there's an author, Michael Pento, who um, he's he's a, a strategist and uh, has a, 
his own fund and he's pro gold pro silver he wrote a book called the coming bond market collapse and in it he talks about the cpi and he what he does which is a really good technique in the book is he puts he puts you in the in the driver's seat of what it would look like right as these changes to the cpi actually were to affect you so what he does for example is as as say steak gets too expensive you're no longer allowed you have a, a budget you're no longer allowed to eat steak you have ground beef mm -hmm. right and as transportation gets too expensive you're no longer allowed to use your car you have to ride the bus and eventually you have to have no choice but to ride a ride your bike and the idea is you have a fixed amount that you're making and maybe it's increasing a little bit a year but but as you look at the changes to the CPI you realize that the gates are closing in around you much quicker then you can earn an income, mm -hmm. you know, unless you're in something where you can do that, like sales, where maybe you can try to create more income for yourself or other, other, what most people do is they have to try to find that yield somewhere, which means fostering risk. Now we can put on rose color glasses and pretend that there are no risks out there, that the stock market can only go in one direction or that the real estate market can only go in one direction. But if you look in history, that that is that is chasing rainbows because ultimately these things can come down and the question is is are you diversified and it closes by saying if we were accurately reporting inflation using the 1980 based metrics we'd, we'd be looking at greater than 10 percent inflation rates today so then when you do look at the gold and silver markets where they've averaged 10 percent a year then at worst you could say well it's helping me keep up with inflation but of course, the last couple of years, we've seen over double digit gains in both gold and silver. Uh, this year, silver's up over 35%, gold's up over 25%. And, uh, and I think the big question on gold and silver as we um, transition here to where, where this, what this means to the prices of gold and silver is I think the, the big question is gold getting back to 2100. I mean, I think that was a danger point for some central banks or for some banks, which is why the market got pushed down recently. Um, what do you think, Jerry? How quick do you think we could get back to 2100? Do you think we're going to break that next year? Um, what's your crystal ball say? I believe after the election cycle drama plays out personally, uh, the trajectory is up. Uh, gold has been sitting around this 1840 US per ounce level for pretty much the entire week which is the 200-day moving average. Uh, but we are heading up the, the, the medium to long term. The trajectory is up. And after the election cycle is over, I believe gold and silver will continue its uptrend, finishing strongly in the year into 2021. Um, we'll be breaking the all-time highs once again. And there are certain things that you can look at to know that this is, this is really coming. One is the game changing in March the demand on the physical market was spectacular so much so that uh srs roco report put out um steve san angelo put out a report last week or earlier this week i should say talking about the fact that investment demand for silver at least this year has outpaced industrial demand so you know when you think about silver used in anything digital anything electronic and future uh, green technologies like um, you know wind power, solar power specifically, it's it's incredible that the investment demand alone has pushed 
you know, that they're using more for investment than for industrial. There's also been some whiffs of this idea that um, that institutions, financial institutions, don't want counterparty risk after after March, after what they saw in March. And we can attest um, just from, from looking at what we're seeing at the vault, for instance, um, some cursory observations that these banks are looking to gain the to gather the physical product for their vaults and for their own storage because they don't want counterparty risk. So you know this you saw this in 2008 this lack of trust between financial institutions and it looks like a lot of the financial institutions are perhaps readying for what could potentially be a major uh, breakdown in the financial system. There was lack of trust back then in uh, in in the early 2000s with MF Global, when they were selling gold uh, unallocated, which is what we do not do. We offer allocated accounts, but this is probably the reason why we're seeing institutions acquiring as much as possible the physical gold, get it out, get it in their possession, because at the end of the day, if a larger high net worth client who owns ETF wants to take delivery of physical they better be able to deliver or a default ensues. So uh, they cannot have that risk. They can't, you know, these banks are too big to fail at some, uh, you know, in, in, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, so there is a reason for the, the rush to precious metals, the physical stuff. Yeah, and again, we've seen a trend towards the physical to allocated product over the last five years. And I think this uh, year in particular and we've seen it. The COMEX has taken delivery of more physical this year than in the past five years. Um, let's let's continue on this. Uh, we've got to take a, a quick break. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Stick with us. We're going to talk about more about where these markets are going and why. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. This is the Real Money Show on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Contact us, learn more about the physical precious metals market, sign up for our newsletter, and uh, don't worry, we won't inundate your mailbox. We, we send it out uh, not too frequently, but enough that you can get some good, good information. Of course, you can also follow us on Twitter, and if you've missed one of these shows, you can go to YouTube and check out one of our past shows, or uh, subscribe and make sure that you get the show uh, on a regular basis. Jerry, we were just talking about an article from Gold Switzerland talking about inflation, a topic we do talk about a lot on the show because it's so important. You can see it all around us. The The basic concept of this article was saying the CPI numbers are, are constantly being edited around us. And so you cannot get a proper picture of what real inflation looks like. So the government might say, oh, you know, we're struggling to get inflation and it might be around 2%, which means you're losing 2% of your purchasing power every year. That's 20% every 10 years. But when you actually look at all of the stuff around you, you're paying your insurance bills are going up, your energy bills are going up, your food expenses are going up, the cost to send the kids to school is going up, all of these different things. You say, uh, I think it's actually a lot higher. You know, people aren't stupid. They see it. And so they go, ah, how do I protect against this? Well, 
silver and gold have both gone up at least 10%, 11% a year, this seems like a no-brainer. And that's why people are saying it's much easier now to take money out of the bank, out of the cash component out of the bank, put it into something like a TFSA, hold gold or silver, and look, if it goes up 10% in a year, you've already beat the bank. You're already on the winning side. So that's, I think, something that we're seeing a lot more of in, in, from our clients around uh, Guildhall. And it's just something that seems to make sense because when you look at the stock market having gone up for so long, there's a limit. And the question becomes, can the stock market double? Can it go to 60,000? Are housing prices going to go from 1.5 million to 3 million in the next 5, 10 years? I mean, it's possible, but you also have to look at what, what it's already occurred. Whereas in gold and silver, we're still so incredibly undervalued. And the more you look at the fundamentals, especially supply demand, mm -hmm. it becomes an absolute no brainer. And, and one bank in particular you're about to talk about Jerry is sharing that story with its, with its investors. Yeah. So this article was, um, was written by Ainsley Bullion in Australia and which is, um, which is highlighting a speech, uh, a, a speech that was given by the chief investment officer of Saxo Bank, headquartered in Denmark. And their analysis uh, brought up, firstly, the negatives, uh, specifically the negative yielding debt. You have $17 trillion in negative yielding debt. They're, these are all-time highs. And what this is, in essence, that these, these investors, these institutions, would much rather lock in at negative rates today because they know that things are going to get worse, mm. further negative. I might as well just get negative two now versus negative six in the future or negative how, how low can it go. Right. So he goes on and he brings this up that we have to be ready for further negativity because simply put the traumas of 2020 mean that in 2021, the future is today. We've seen the fastest bear market in recovery in history, and the prediction is that 2021 will bring the beginning of a reality check to the idea that that extend and pretend can only go so far and that we have to price in this expectation. The prediction that Saxo makes for 2021 is that that policy must hit the wall very soon because the outcomes like universal basic, basic income, money for everyone, and today's modern monetary theory are becoming more and more likely. Such tectonic shifts, he writes, to the extreme, almost communist, socialism will, will only come after this debt cycle reaches its nadir, its peak, and we see a rampant inflation of or unseen levels of desperation to create it. They also see silver as the wily beast. They see silver in particular benefiting from these forces. He writes, silver has always been a wily beast for investors due to its dual precious metal industrial metal usage. And 2021 sees silver rising on both. That contrasts with 2011 when a proper bubble in silver developed on rank speculation linked to a tumbling US dollar and the Fed. And that money printing was scary. How times have changed, he says. 2021 brings the usual suspects that power silver higher on its hard asset precious metal side as the U.S. dollar weakens even further. And as investors are faced with the harsh reality of no relief in sight from negative real interest rates, this exacerbated as inflation suddenly jolts higher in 2021 and policymakers are slow to respond. 
wanting to offer maximum support for their still recovering economies. When the vaccine rolls out by middle of the year, the excessive liquidity and over easy policy drives a powerful bid into any hard asset. So it surges silver price in 2021, even relative to gold is rapidly rising for demand for silver in this industrial applications, especially those driving the green transformation, such as the voltaic cells used in solar panel. And in fact, a real silver supply crunch is on the cards in 2021, he writes. Further, and it frustrates the full throttle political support for solar green solar energy investments, the European Green Deal, and, Chinese, and China's 2060 carbon neutral goal, among other initiatives. The trade? Go long silver, he writes, as the prices race to an all-time high above 50 an ounce in 2021. Wow. Tw- over 50 an ounce in 2021. Saxo Bank is calling for that. He's the chief investment officer. And it's not impossible to think about when you considering how small a physical market it is and the demand on the market from, from just 2020 alone. And when you think about this idea of government intervention, central bank, like central government planning, this idea of presenting easy answers for complicated questions. Um, And it certainly seems that when you look at the amount of money that was created and printed in 2008 and try to fix that, that problem, that looks like a molehill compared to what they've done now. Like the amount of money is Everest now compared to, you know, Blue Mountain, if you will. So, um, it's ridiculous and you can kind of sit there and see what's coming your way as a result. And the fact is, is they've just, they've, they've, they've thrown out the game plan period. Um, and they are acting as though they've already gone bankrupt. They know the system's over. That's why they're all calling for this quote unquote reset. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. We've reported a little bit on it here on the show. Uh, but that is a major geopolitical risk in, in the market. So Hey, listen, this, this guy sounds like he's bang on. Well, he's there for a reason, and the bank's doing very well so far. And the points he makes, you know, it's not opinion-based. It's math. It is, it's realities of supply and demand, the fundamentals that we discuss on a daily basis here at Guildhall, the geopolitical concerns, the supply and demand. He hit every, every bullet point that we talk about, and he summarized it in a nutshell. So um, we could just... You know, buckle up and hang on. Silver's going for a ride. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that and different ways that uh, people can get involved in the market. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. We will be right back. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You're listening to The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth. Joining me is a veteran associate of Guildhall, Jerry Karaya. Jerry, we've covered so much today, mostly just talking about what everyone already knows, you know, to quote Leonard Cohen. Everybody knows. They all know that the the CPI is fixed, that the money printing's fixed, it's not coming into their pocket. Um, you know, digital currencies are going to be even further hands in their pocket. Uh, to quote another good phrase, mm-hmm. good good marketing tool, hands in my pocket. And uh, that that's coming. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they start raising taxes on us. I mean, it's easy for them, them to spend other people's money, but they're also going to sit there and say, well, now we need it. 
right? Mm-hmm. And we saw that play out in Greece, the austerity, right? People didn't get the government into debt, but they certainly had to pay for it. And and protecting ourselves is is how do we do that? And one of the best ways to do it is to do it with an asset that's held outside the banking system that has zero counterparty risk, that has been a store of value for thousands of years, and that's gold and silver. Now, you brought an amazing article uh, from Saxo Bank talking about the potential of silver to actually break $50 next year. And we already saw a major move up this year. And so, hey, look, we knew that if silver broke over $32 an ounce, that there was essentially nothing to stop it from moving much, much higher. And so you could see that there was um, perhaps an impetus to stop that that run. And uh, that's just catch up for us. That's mm-hmm. just a, a great opportunity for people to get involved in the market. Now, when people are looking to get involved in the market, why did they call? There was something that was disturbing deep down and they didn't have the opportunity or they don't have the opportunity to really discuss that with anyone else. So when they come and visit, we can sit down and address that. We can talk about, well, why are you interested? What is the most important thing for you moving forward? Is it, you know, making money, protecting your wealth? What is it? What is most, is it passing on generational wealth to your children? We need to have these conversations. We need to know who you are. And once we do that, you know, we, we try to lead you towards the what we would do, what we think is right, and uh, whether it be gold or silver or a bit of both. I'm actually seeing a little bit of both, 50-50 split between gold and silver for many our, of our newer buyers, whether it be opening the account, answering your questions. Even if you don't want to move forward with us, you're going to get your questions answered, and transparency to us builds that trust. And one of the things we were just talking about before we jumped on, on the show today was um, we were we were talking with an anecdote about a, a customer who who came in recently, um, and can you share that experience with our audience? So the first time I met him, I know that you spoke with him initially, so he had a ch- he got a chance to speak with both you and I to get a grasp of you know who is this Guild Hall and what are they all about, and you and I um, we kind of you know gave him a sense of peace. A peace of mind is what he told. Uh, he was on the defense. He was uh, an entrepreneur, very successful entrepreneur here in in Durham region, uh, actually in Durham region. Um had to shut down the business. Um the restrictions uh, had you know forced his forced him to uh, make some major decisions. He decided to sell the principal property and get out of Dodge, get out of Canada. But before leaving Canada, he decided to park the wealth that he has amassed for his children into physical precious metals. After the conversation, after he left, he said, Jerry, meeting you and Jeremy, sitting here at Guildhall, this was a breath of fresh air. And I know that that's often, and it was, uh, a big decision for that, for, that cus- for that client. It's a big decision for anyone to do something like that. And, and we know that. However, we've also seen so many times this idea that it's, it's great to crawl, walk, run. Get some physical product in your hand first see what that feels like, what that looks like, because it changes everything. Because all of a sudden, your wealth is no longer just on a screen. Your wealth is no longer uh, just a paper, and it's no longer in the hands of somebody else who's in control of it. Mm -hmm. It's now your responsibility, and you look at it and you say, oh, okay, so my wealth is stored in this asset. And then it kind of builds from there because you end up with this comfort that you didn't realize that you've been missing this whole time. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the big wake up and aha moment that I love witnessing um, working here at Guildhall is that aha of, I finally feel 
comforted by the fact that I own metals. Now, there's an there's the other end of that, which is if you're up all night thinking about your metals, you probably own too much. But um, the idea is to just diversify and, and feel like, no, you know what, whatever comes my way, I, I think I can handle it now. And one thing that I've noticed over this 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 crisis, if you will, is that preparingness, preparedness is all about just staving off procrastination. Procrastination means you didn't prepare. You didn't buy the toilet paper. Whereas not procrastinating means, no, I am going to buy that now. I'm not mm -hmm. going to wait. Mm -hmm. And that's what it all comes down to. Right. The panic happens if you, if you procrastinated, right? You didn't study and now you have to pull an all-nighter. And that's what you're trying to avoid. It's very easy to learn about the market, especially if you've been listening to the show and we have we have a Zoom presentation coming up on the 19th, which we would encourage you to come and join so that you can learn how to hold physical precious metals in a registered account and how that works. What are the costs of doing business? What's, uh, you know, what does it look like? What's the procedure? How difficult is it? Is it difficult? All of these things that we'll answer in that presentation. Jerry, we just have about uh, a minute and a half left. We've covered so much today. What do you think should be the takeaway for someone who's been listening to, to all of this information we've we've uh, presented today. To get some physical in your hands, get it in your possession, whether you want to take it home, dig a hole, put it in your backyard, store it with us. If you're holding too much at home and you're not comfortable doing that, hold it in the vault, keep it away from the banking system, the financial system, the way that central banks do it. Uh, you know, If Fort Knox actually holds the 8,000 tons that they do, they hold it entirely outside of the banking system. Why? Because it offers independence, from the central bank madness, the monetary loose policies, and liquidity. So if you're worried about you know what the future looks like, preparedness is key, and precious metals is just one factor of your entire preparedness portfolio, if you want to call it, whether it be um, stocking your shelves with food, um, you know, getting into the gun market if you do the, if you do that sort of thing. Uh, it's all around preparedness, and precious metals will do that for you. And you can do that with Guildhall Wealth, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. You can uh, see some of the articles that we're putting out through Twitter, so check us out there. If you've missed one of the Real Money Show, uh, you can see that on YouTube, and you can subscribe to that, so you can get uh, weekly shows there. We're going to continue on this. We hope to see the market moving higher and higher. We'll talk about that in the coming weeks. New products, go to the website, uh, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. That's Jerry tapping on the bar. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll talk to you next week on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.